I know we talk about this a lot, and we we certainly have done so over the last year and a bit, but as much as we discuss Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., uh, tonight, certainly, Jackie Bradley Jr., he's been a, a, a great watch, certainly, since joining the Blue Jays since he was cut from the Red Sox, but we'll, and we'll continue to discuss all of those guys. Certainly as the year goes on, this team really does seem to go as George Springer does. They are so talented that with him spending a lot of time on the bench or, or the IL sometimes with injuries, they can still win pretty much any game, even if he is, he's taken a seat, but his mere presence in the active lineup, simply being in that batting order seems to provide this team a spark. The metrics all speak to how clutch the bat is. So we don't have to go over that every single time, but man, seeing really is believing. It feels like with Springer, we saw the pinch hit singles, I believe against the Orioles against the Yankees tonight. We get, he gets the second AB in the third inning. He laces the ball to right field, to clear the bases right over the bounces, right over the diving glove of, I believe it was Rob ref Snyder, the three RBI triple George Springer is clutch. He is clutch. There is there are no two ways about it. It is just always fun to watch and listen to him whenever he is he is in the lineup. But George Springer is is fantastic. And again, tonight, uh really blowing it open for the Blue Jays against the Red Sox. Uh, welcome to Jay's Talk, of course, here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you this evening. Uh, if you had listened to Sunday's edition of Jay's Talk, because there was no Jay's Talk on Monday, the off day, the final few moments on Sunday uh would have Likely had you expecting Blair and Barker tonight, but uh, they are, and don't get me wrong, they are scheduled to do the, the most of the Red Sox series, but with that 61-minute rain delay before first pitch, we gave them the evening off. They have the early morning radio program. They'll be back tomorrow, bar, barring any further uh, weather oddities. As I understand, it didn't rain too, too much at Fenway Park, but either way, um, tonight, you are saddled with me as we break down the 9-3 Jays win over the Red Sox. Uh, you can give me a call at 416-870-0590, 590 star 590 on your cellular device. You can also text me at 590-590 and leave your name and location if you choose to send me a text. We'll read those on the air until, uh, until we get to midnight Eastern here. Uh, that third inning, I got to start with the third inning. That was something else, eh? Like with two outs... The Jays had a runner on second, excuse me, uh, and no runs scored. And in the top of the third inning, okay, with two outs, runner on second, no runs, they went a double to tie the game, 1-1. They had a walk, a single to make it 2-1, another single, a walk, make it 3-1. The Kevin Biggio, two RBI single, that made it 5-1. Another walk, and then the George Springer, three RBI bases clearing triple to make it eight to one until the Springer triple. Actually, I kind of felt like it was a death by a thousand paper cuts. Like that might be one of the best sequences the blue Jays have put together all season long. And I look, okay. I know it's against a struggling Red Sox team. I believe Ben Wagner said during the broadcast that the Red Sox are on pace for a losing record at home, which is I'm sure something the Fenway faithful are not used to seeing. Not that there's not going to be any sympathy for me there, but still, even though it's against a struggling team, there were some terrific ABs in that third inning from, from Lourdes, from Teo, Bo Bichette as well, which is nice to see. And look, real quick, before we get to the phone lines, on Bo, he looked a little more comfortable at the plate in this one. Maybe the Red Sox aren't great. Maybe for whatever reason, Bo feels a little more comfortable batting at Fenway, but 
I don't know about you, but he looked a little more at ease tonight. He was still going, even if he was still going after the first pitch in the seventh, for example, he, he laced a double into left field on the very first pitch from Saramura. Maybe he's heating up. The crazy thing is, despite what we've seen from Bo in a season, we'd all almost to a person call, you know, quote unquote bad coming into tonight. He had a WRC plus that was more or less an average ball player. Now, of course, the way you, we talk about Bo Bichette, like you don't, want him to just be average. You want him to be very, very good. So I understand the frustration and it would certainly be nice to see him heat up. The thing too, is that after this series, excuse me, against the Red Sox, Boba and the Blue Jays take on the angels at home, the Cubs also at Rogers center. And then the pirates at PNC park, all teams that while they still have some dangerous ball players, like, I don't know, like Otani and trouts, the Cubs have, Wilson Contreras. Is that kind of it? I guess it's really just him. Uh, Brian Reynolds for the Pirates. They're still teams that the Jays should beat, generally speaking, right? Like I remember someone had either called or texted in about the idea that the Jays sometimes play up to the level of the better teams they face, and sometimes they play down to the level of the quote-unquote lesser teams they face. And perhaps there's something to that, but we should... I think absolutely be expecting series wins in those things. And against the angels, Cubs and pirates, because after that they show this on TV, but it's something like seven of the nine remaining series after that pirate series next week uh, are against teams with winning records. And you're going to see the Orioles a couple more times, the Yankees, I believe one more time. So I, uh, I, I think the Boba and the blue Jays will certainly play better against the angels, the, uh, the, the Cubs and the pirates, but they got to take the wins where they can get them. And tonight, they certainly did that, taking a 9-3 win over a struggling Boston Red Sox team. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, 416-870-0590, star 590 on your cell. Uh, Mark calling in from Idaho. Mark, welcome to J-Stock. 25-year season ticket holder. I live in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho in the summer a lot because it's the Muskoka of the West with no humidity. Awesome. I like but- it. I like what you said about the Jays. I think by Labor Day, the Labor Day they could they could be you know good five games up in the wild card if if they pretend they're playing the Yankees every night. But the other thing is Kikuchi. I think uh, you know they gave him his chance today again, and uh, twelve million dollars. No one's going to take him. I don't know what you do with the guy. I, I you know you know I, I really don't know. I think we got to figure a way to find another left-hander, and he's not the one. Unfortunately, it's sad. Yeah, it is. Hey, Mark, I appreciate the call. I 1,000% agree with you. It is It is kind of sad, right? Like the roster, or pardon me, the um, well, the roster construction of the bullpen, I should say, allows them to avoid Kikuchi as much as humanly possible. I know Pop was sent down, but I think the Pop thing was more of a roster manipulation thing. He had a couple of options left, so I have no doubt that when rosters expand in September from 28 to 20, 26 to 28, pardon me, uh, we'll see Pop again as soon as humanly possible. That, that was just like a roster juggling thing to get Tim Meza active, but and hey, Tim Meza being active after just, what, like two weeks after dislocating his shoulder? That's honestly crazy, so really cool to see Meza back. But, uh, Kikuchi, ah, uh, yeah. Mark, we're done, man. We're we're done here is my feeling. I think most people would agree. Like, check, please, with Yusei Kikuchi. He threw 28 pitches. Ten of them were strikes tonight. He had two outs, so he only went two-thirds of an inning. He walked three guys and hit a batter as well. I think it's time to uh, – remember they were ta- – I think Ben was talking about this on the broadcast, but 
remember a couple a couple uh, last week or something they uh the news came out that Kikuchi offered to go down to the minors himself and the Blue Jays themselves said no no we're good you stay up in the majors uh we're good you stay in the major league ball I think it's time to re-examine that offer I'm, I'm sure he's a very nice guy I'm sure he is by all accounts he is he's a good clubhouse guy and so on but he's just not consistent enough to fit in with this bullpen for a team that has playoff aspirations, right? Like it's, it's just such a roller coaster. The first relief appearance we saw, I guess it was last week. I was, I was sweating bullets and he was, he looked pretty good out of the pen. And then today he opens things up with four, two straight, four pitch walks, eight straight. Missed the strike zone with Yusei Kikuchi. I think we're, I, I agree with Mark. I think he's done. The contract can't be. I I was an advocate for saying, hey, look, the Blue Jays don't want to eat the contract. You can't you can't really hang your hat on that anymore. I think that that, there's just nothing more to be done, right? There's nothing more to be done. I think uh, when you see him struggle like he did tonight, he could not find the strikes. He clearly had no idea where that baseball was going all evening long. And if that's the case, then you just can't afford to put him in there. Kikuchi be send Kikuchi down. If it means DFA him, that's what it takes. I'd rather see Julian Merriweather at this point. I think, I don't know, that says, that says a lot about where we are uh, with Yusei Kikuchi. Um, let's step aside, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about Ross Stripling. I do want to talk about Stripling. Get back to the phone lines, and we'll get to the text line, 590-590 as well. But you're listening to Talk. I'm Show Ali on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Welcome back to Jay's Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you for about 10 more minutes or so. Blue Jays win 9-3 over the Boston Red Sox to kick off this three-game series at Fenway Park. Blue Jays get the RBI, three RBI triple from George Springer and uh, Ross Stripling pitching another, honestly, phenomenal game. Uh, just, just another terrific outing from Ross Stripling. We'll get to Stripling, your phone calls, and your texts very shortly, but first... As we always do, the Bet365 standings update. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book with 63 million members worldwide, 19 plus. Play responsibly, Ontario only. So uh, basically all of the AL East teams were in action this evening. The Yankees sweep the Mets. It was kind of crazy to think that after the uh, after the Sunday game, everyone was kind of saying, okay, well, if the Mets, they're very good. If they come in here on two-game series, maybe they, maybe they pound the Yankees a little bit. The Yankees not playing very well. Well, Baseball is what it is. Yankees win both of those games in that two-game set. Yankees 76-48 and 48 now in the year. The Tampa Bay Rays embarrass the Los Angeles Angels tonight, 67-55 and 55 on the year. The Jays win, so they are uh, keeping pace, just a game back. No, pardon me, just a half game back of the Tampa Bay Rays. They're 66-55. and 55. The Baltimore Orioles are 64-58. and 58. They beat the Chicago White Sox 5-3 to tonight, and of course the Red Sox at the bottom of the AL East, losing to the Blue Jays tonight. So the wild card race looks like this. The Rays, Jays, and Mariners, one, two, three. Orioles, two games back of the Mariners. Twins, three and a half games back of Seattle as well. Uh, Seattle is also up, let's see here, two nothing on the Washington Nationals right now. Robbie Ray throwing a no-hitter for the Seattle Mariners at the moment. Did you hear me? I said Robbie Ray is throwing a no-hitter. Or the Seattle Mariners. We'll see. We'll see if it holds up. But right now, the the Mariners up two nothing on the Washington Nationals. Okay, let's get back to the phone lines. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety on your cellular device. Keen 
calling in from my hometown of Scarborough. Keen, how's it going? I just got to say, what a third inning. The Jays are killing it coming off the Yankees series, and I love to see the continued momentum. As I said to your screener, I want to talk about the clutch hitting and how the stats reflect it. When Chapman came up with the bases loaded, Sportsnet had a graphic that mentioned how he never had a career grand slam. He then flew out, and the bases reloaded for George, who had seven career grand slams. Springer only had it has a couple hundred games played more than Chapman. The only difference in their performance is clutch. Springer means a lot to this team going down the stretch. You need to hope that he is actually going to be healthy with all these injuries. He's the guy I I believe that you need to have on your team. Absolutely, yeah. George Springer, Keen, thanks for the call, man. Thanks for calling in from Jay's Talk again. Calling in from Scarborough. Always take Scarborough calls. Uh, yeah, George Springer is clutch. There is there is no way, especially over the last two weeks, that anyone can look at George Springer and say, eh, this team is this team is fine without him. I, I mean, they are they are fine without him, but they are so much better with him. And it's kind of why I, sometimes I you hear that George Springer is available off the bench on days he does not play like a couple of games during that four game series against the Yankees. And you think to yourself, well, if he's available to, to like bat off the bench, just make DH the guy, DH the guy, instead of bringing him up cold. And I mean, he's so good and so clutch that he usually matters and makes a difference in those pinch hit situations as we've seen. But I don't know. I, I think we just, I, I would love to see George Springer more. And even if it is just DHing, I'm fine with that. Honestly, if we don't see George Springer in center field, given that what you now, what you now have seen, from Jackie Bradley Jr. and to a lesser degree, Whit Merrifield. Honestly, I'm completely fine with him not playing another start in center field between now and the playoffs. Because in the playoffs, then I think you do want Springer out there in center field. But if it means wrapping him in uh, in bubble wrap between now and the end of the regular season, then that's what you got to do. And you keep the bat, you leave him at DH, and you have Teoscar Hernandez or Tapia or Bradley Jr. or Whitman. Like there are a lot of options for the outfield right now that are that are more than just okay. So if that's the case, then I think you can live with having a Springer at the DH spot. Um, wanted to read a couple texts here. Uh, Kyle from Kingston agrees with Keen. Top of three was some of the best baseball the Jays have put together in a while. Singles, doubles, triples, drawing walks, all with two outs. Uh, Pat from Bowmanville agrees on actually a lot of Kikuchi texts. Uh, time to DFA Kikuchi bite the bullet on his contract. He is costing them more staying on the roster than it would to buy him out. That's Pat from Bowmanville. Mike in Victoria, not sure why he's in the pen when his problem is throwing strikeouts, uh, throwing strikes when he volunteered to go to Buffalo. I don't know why they didn't do it. Let him get his confidence back in Buffalo where his results don't matter. Chris from Ottawa, please grant Kikuchi's wish and ours and send him down to AAA. He is taking up valuable roster space. Uh, David Aurora, when Boston DFA'd Bradley Jr., I loved when he said he wasn't emotional about a business decision. Ask him to talk to Yusei Kikuchi about how he'd feel riding the buses in AAA. Glad to see that Reese McGuire was inspired by the actions in the Oakland Coliseum bleachers <laughs> this past weekend. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Jeffrey in Aurora, comment for Jay's talk. Congrats to Reese McGuire for having a scoreless ninth inning. It's always fun seeing position players pitch in runaway games. Even if it's your team that's losing, reminds me of seeing Luke Maley or Kendris Morales pitch in helpless games. Look, you're preaching to the choir with the position player pitching, Jeffrey. I, I, I'm i all here for it. Someone else had, had texted in. I can't seem to find it right now. 
Uh, oh, here it is. Sam from Hamilton. Why don't the Blue Jays ever throw out a position player to pitch? Who would you throw out there to pitch? I So it it, it, it would have been Bradley Zimmer, but obviously Zimmer's not on the team anymore. I, I Maybe Espinal. Maybe Espinal is the guy I'd like to see. I don't think I'd ever want to see like Springer. Well, certainly not Springer. I mean... I wouldn't mind seeing Vladdy maybe pitch, but you're not going to throw any of your stars out there. So if that's the case, if it's Espinal, Biggio, someone like that, then I think you can probably like live with that. But we also know that this organization seems, uh, you know, philosophically opposed, diametrically opposed to putting position players out there. Like they'd rather throw out a pitcher, even if it's for like five pitches, like we saw out of Trevor Richards tonight to wrap up the, uh, the ninth inning. Uh, DB in London show the Jays are on a roll led by Springer. The wild card and the playoffs are still within reach. Oh yeah. Go Jays go. And uh, Brandon and Langley, British Columbia, all of a sudden the bullpen's the strongest part of the team. Teams would like to have pop that white stripling Manoa Gossman are all throwing. Well, if Barrios gets it going, this team could be scary. Absolutely agreed. Brandon like that point. The, uh, the pitching seems to be coming together at the best possible time. I wanted to talk about Ross stripling really quickly. Once again, he turns in a sterling start. He has been phenomenal. Like, he has just been so phenomenal. We know it. You guys know it. The Jays know it. The Jays' opponents sure as heck know it. He's ridiculous. It's wild to say that a couple games ago, I, I think I was still, even the last week, I was still kind of on the, I'd still take Barrios over Stripling in a three-game wildcard series. I think I might be changing my mind. I think I might be coming, coming around on that. Is it, is it so wild to think that? He has just been so good. Coming into tonight, if you didn't miss this on the broadcast, uh, since he took Kenjin Ryu's place in the rotation on June the 6th, he has had the fourth lowest ERA in the entire American League behind just Dylan Cease for the Chicago White Sox, Justin Verlander of the uh, Houston Astros, certainly, and Shohei Otani. Cease gave up a three-run jack tonight, so that might be pushing his ERA up a little bit, but he's been ridiculous all season long. His ERA is like 1.06 coming into tonight's game. Verlander had the no-hitter six innings into the Astros game against the Twins, and he got lifted. So it's a pretty good company to be in uh, if you're stripling. Sportsnet Stats actually pulled this up. Uh, right after the conclusion of the ball game. So this is from uh, Sportsnet Stats, Steve Fallon. Ross Stripling, since returning to the Blue Jays rotation on June 6th, ERA 2.14, that leads Toronto starters. The whip, 0.92, leads Toronto starters. He has only eight walks to 51 strikeouts, and opponent's batting average, 216, which also leads all Toronto starters. He like This is in a rotation that includes Alec Manoa and Kevin Gossman, and his ERA, whip, and opponent batting average is a, is a team best. Ross Stripling has been absolutely terrific. I think we have safely gotten past the quote-unquote Stripling only goes two times to the order thing now, which is cool, right? He has six innings pitched, five hits, one earned run, one walk, and six strikeouts over 86 pitches. Fantastic stuff. Um, to wrap up, uh, if you missed this earlier during the broadcast, someone was texting in about Pearson. Ben, ben was talking about this. Nate Pearson heading to the mound tomorrow for a bullpen session, so some concrete news about his progression as of late. He'll toss a few live BPs, get in some game action soon-ish. So while he still might be three to four weeks away, that could be, it could be a very nice bullpen reinforcement for late this season, given all we have discussed about Nate Pearson throughout his entire career. I mentioned Julie Merriweather before, another guy we could see in action here and there. And remember, I mentioned this already, but rosters expand to 28 in September, and Zach Pop was sent down to the minors as a part of the roster juggling with Tim Mays' return. So we'll be, there will be a lot of promoting and demoting going on. I wouldn't mind seeing them wait a bit on, maybe, even if it's Merriweather perhaps, and bringing Pop and Pearson back up. That's what I personally like to see. It's just... We're at the point where no expectations can ever be placed on Pearson at this point, I would think. If he's good, then hey, win. You take that as a free win. If he's not, then 
And that's kind of unfortunate, but because the potential is there to hopefully be realized as a Blue Jay and not with another team. But let's let's just not let's agree to not place unrealistic expectations. That's the term on on someone like Pearson. That's all I'm saying. The bullpen is in a pretty good spot right now, as the texter noted. It's not a desperate need, but we could be seeing a bullpen that is rounding into the best and deepest shape it has been all season long especially with the additions of Bass and Pop. And again, I, I fully expect to see uh, Zach Pop back up with the team as soon as roster rules allow. But that does it for Jay's Talk tonight. Appreciate the calls and the texts as always. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans. Jays beat the Red Sox 9-3, to off to a good start in Boston, that's for sure. Tomorrow, Jose Barrios will head to the mound for Toronto. Rich Hill will go for Boston. Barring another weather delay, Blair and Barker will have Jay Stock on Wednesday. I'll be back on Friday at Rogers Center. Have a great evening, everyone. Let's hope for clear skies tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.